When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is Unbreakable with Jay Glaser, a mental health podcast helping you out of the gray and into the blue. Now, here's Jay Glaser. Welcome again to another edition of Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer. I'm Jay Glazer, and there is few times in life that I've come across someone. With the very first interaction, that person changed my life. And I'm proud to have become friends with this person first, then best friends with this person, <laughs> then a brother to this person. And man, I'm so excited for everybody here to meet this magical human being. She is, like I said, a sister to me. She's someone who actually asked me permission to take her own life one day, which thankfully I said, no, it's not a question you get asked too often in life, but this happened. So with that, I'm going to bring in the one and only Sergeant, Staff Sergeant, Kirstie Ennis, who is the rock star of all rock stars. And folks, get ready because your life is about to change. How you doing, KE? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Jay. Absolutely. I've introduced you a lot of times before, and it's I've said it a million times to people. Like you've just, you're around Kirsty. And look, so Kirsty and I met many, many years ago. She came in at MVP and that day I'm like, oh my God, this girl is just different. So real quick before we get into it. Well, actually there is no real quick. Okay. Introduce everybody who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I joined the Marine Corps at 17 years old um, and lied through my teeth to get my parents to sign the paperwork. Um, I ended up being an aerial door gunner um, on the 53 platform um, for six years in the United States. Marine wait, Corps. wait, 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 wait. One of two female door gunners in the Marines. Is that correct? At the time, yes. I don't okay. know what the stats are now. So, okay. right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, sometimes no. I have to stop Kirsty as you hear because she'll just go through shit. Like it's just, <laughs> uh, oh, just a normal Tuesday. And it's not a normal fucking Tuesday. But go ahead, Katie. So, one yeah, of two no. female door gunners, <laughs> the entire fucking Marines. Go ahead. I pride myself very much on my combat action wings, wings with three gold stars and my combat meritorious promotions. But on my last deployment to Afghanistan, my helicopter went down. And as a result of that crash, I sustained some pretty severe injuries, everything from um, traumatic brain injury, damage to my spine, uh, my arms, my ears, my eyes. And then I'm actually sitting in my wheelchair right now. Um, I lost my left leg above the knee uh, pretty high. And the Marine Corps ended up forcing me into a medical retirement. And it was the last thing that I wanted to happen. 
And at that point in time, you know, joining the Marine Corps at 17 years old and, and giving six years to it, that was all I knew. Like I bled green. Like that was my passion. That was my purpose. That was my life. Um, so when I was forced into that medical retirement, I felt like my whole world was just like pulled out from underneath me. So I really struggled um, mentally and emotionally with, with figuring out who I was going to be again. You know, what was what was going to be my identity? Um, so I ended up turning to the outdoors, fell in love with snowboarding. Wait, wait, back, and... it up, back it up, back it up, back <laughs> it up, back it up, back it up. Injuries. And you just went through these again. How many vertebrae did you crush? Uh, my C2, C3, and C4, so three. Okay. Your face dislocated and went through your neck, which Kirsty loves to show pictures of. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I could actually fit my fist through my face. Um, like lost the jaw, all, like all of my teeth shattered. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was brutal. And I'm actually very, very fortunate and, and grateful that I'm still here today because I shouldn't be. You know, I was pronounced dead on impact when the helicopter went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so by the grace of God, I am still here. Like I said, I struggled though, um, in a yeah. lot of ways. Um, so, so now wait, so now you've had, so we have all these crushed vertebrae, your face dislocated, went through your neck. You have lost your left leg. Okay. Since then, what have you done? <laughs> well, I do more now on one leg than I ever even dreamed of doing on right. two. Um, I have three masters. I am so close to being done with my doctorate. I'm a firefighter. I'm a pilot with all with one leg. I've gone on to compete at the national and international level in snowboarding, snowboard across and bank Salm. I own a couple of businesses. And yeah, been climbing the tallest mountains in the world and snowboarding them down. How many of the highest peaks of the world have you have you summited? So I've actually been on all seven continents. Summited all of those but Everest. I do have to have a redemption round on Everest in April and May of 2023. And then I'll be done with my seven summits initiative. Oh, you'll be done. Good. Oh, yeah. Because just so you all <laughs> <So> know, <laughs> I love Kirsty. I fucking hate when she does these because she's on one leg and she's going up Everest, which people with two legs die all the time. And, you know, I just worry about her because she's my sister. And and she gets real ornery with me. And, you know, because look, I'm very supportive of her dreams, but I want her around for a while. So explain to everybody what happened at the top of Everest. So I actually, um, so in 2019 was my first like Everest attempt. And um, I did not climb it the traditional way. I actually spent a month above 20,000 feet, which is very abnormal. It actually might be a Guinness World Record. Um, but long story short, we made it to about 600 feet from the summit. And my two climbing partners ran out of oxygen. And my Sherpa came up to me and said that, you know, I had the option to continue going, but I didn't see the point in it. You know, I didn't see the point in summiting without my team. Like there are so many things that are more important um, than our own personal successes. And um, yeah, I didn't want to stand on top of Everest without my two guys, without my climbing partners. So I made the call to turn around. It was a very difficult one, but in my heart of hearts, I know that it was the right one. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I got somebody else hurt yeah. or something happened to them. Um, so definitely decided to shift my perspective on all of it. And now I just told myself that I, I left a piece of my heart over on Everest and I have to go back for it. To really stress you out, Jay. So oh, last fuck. time I was out there for <laughs> last <laughs> last time I was out there for two months, but this time I'm actually doing a speed ascent. So I will get to Kathmandu on April 3rd. Uh, I'll get out to the Kumbu region. I'll summit Lhotse, then sleep on uh, sleep on the summit of Lhotse, and then go straight into um, an Everest push, which is pretty unheard of. But I'll be back home by May third. Why? Why? <laughs> why are you decide? Why are you deciding to stress me even more? Um. Well, for my own sake, really. <laughs> um, why? Your body what, just what well, goes your body, between your ears for that? Well, well, your body just like deteriorates so much out there. And if I can speed climb, then. You know, I want to find a team who can speed climb with me. Like, I don't want to spend a bunch of my time, energy, and effort, resources even, you know, out there um, sitting in a tent for a month. Like, if we can knock it out, let's get it done and get back home and love on my family and friends. Uh, so what about 
all this that happens that gets you. And when was it you made the decision say, I'm going to do more with one leg than I ever would have with two? So on the one year like anniversary of my helicopter crashing, which would have been uh, June 23rd, 2013, um, I decided that I was going to take my own life. I was going to walk into the Colorado River in Blythe, California. And again, for, for whatever reason, I was spared again. And my dad came to me in the hospital and he said, you've got to be shitting me. You know, the enemy couldn't kill you and now you're going to do it for them. And that was kind of that tough love and sucker punch, like sucker punch that I really needed um, to be able to continue forcing myself to put one foot in front of the other. And I decided that if I couldn't like show up or live for myself anymore, then I needed to show up and live for the people around me. You know, the men and the women who never made it home, my teammates, family, friends, so on and so forth. And that was a pivotal moment. And don't get me wrong. Like, like you mentioned, Jay, there's been plenty of other times where I've been in very serious, you know, bouts of depression and um, like I said, struggling and suffering through a lot of the emotional stuff. But we're here and we're, and we're still doing it. We're figuring it out together. But there's a difference of your dad saying, hey, you're going to stay alive. And then a difference of you saying, I'm going to go become the fifth ranked snowboarder in the world. I'm going to summit <laughs> the seven summits. I'm going to be a firefighter with one leg. I'm going to do all this. You know, when did you kind of, or, or just what happened to get you to say, I'm going to have mental wealth instead of struggle with mental health? I think I got to a point where I could actually figure out how to harness pain and to lean into my community. Hmm. Like I get, I get told time and time again that I'm the strong one, but there's nothing about Kirstie that's really that strong. Like I pull strength from the people around me. And so once I really had like that team and that family and that community ra- rallying behind me and believing in me, even when I didn't want to believe in myself, like I feel like that's what really changed things for me. You know, I joined the Marine Corps to serve people. And so now when I have all of these other people showing up for me and rallying for my dreams, you know, it gets very hard to let them down. You know, it's always about like who's watching. You know, right. I obviously don't have kids of my own or anything like that. But, you know, I didn't have a role model that I needed or wanted when I was in the hospital. Like I want to be that person for others, the inspiration and the hope, you know, motivation. Or like I said, I'm, I'm just very, very grateful that I've had so many people show up for me. I want to show up for others. If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in the United States experienced mental illness last year. Yet far too many people with mental health needs fail to receive the treatment and support necessary to elevate their quality of life. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. Born out of one of the largest healthcare organizations in the country, Carillon Behavioral Health believes that behavioral health is a key part of whole health. With 40-plus years of experience and 115,000 in-network providers, they understand the power of meaningful connection and compassionate care, treating physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health is there to not only help individuals in need, but caregivers, parents, and communities, so everyone comes out stronger on the other side. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life empathy and action busy weekends are a breeze with american express platinum card 8 a.m wait to board plane in the centurion lounge <sighs> much better 2 p.m grab seats for the game on, roll! 6 p.m book an exclusive reservation with resi global dining access right this way because the american express platinum card offers access to the centurion lounge must see live events and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants that's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino & Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck 
like a rugged half-ton tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So you see Kirstie. Kirstie is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And it's striking when you see this beautiful woman walk in and she has a prosthetic leg. And the number of kids that walk up and point and go, look, and you're always so gracious to them. When, at what point did you say, hey, okay, I could use this for good and change it from, I don't want people looking at me. So there was, um, I did a thousand mile walk back in what would have been September to November of 2015. Um, I ended up walking a thousand miles across England, Scotland and Wales. And it was to raise awareness for, you know, men and women who either never made it home from the war or they took their own life. Uh, when oh, we by the way, she walked with Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah, 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 he was there too, but that's, that's besides the point. <laughs> this is where curse you get downplays everything. But yes, she was with Prince Harry. But go ahead. Um, but yeah, at like mile 500, a little boy with hearing aids came up to me and he was like, I'm just like you. And at first I had no freaking clue what he was talking about. I was like, this does not correlate whatsoever. But when I stopped and I thought about it, I was like, you absolutely are. You're different and you can go on and do whatever you want. It may not look the same as everybody else, wow. but you can go forth and yeah, you can change the world. You can improve the world, Jay. Right. Um, but then at mile 650, a little girl with braces on her legs came up to me and said, I'm just, just like you. And like, that was the moment that it clicked. Wow. I've never known, you know, we've been best friends for a long time. I never asked you that. I never knew that. <laughs> so much to learn. There, there's so much to learn. That's pretty, that's, that's incredible. So I, I want to go back now. You hear how bubbly Kirsty is, but there's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of pain. I've been there for you for a lot of that pain. And fuck, I can't blame you. How many surgeries have you had? 48. 48 surgeries. How many amputations of your, your left leg? Oh, geez. The last one would have been five. So the fifth one, right? Mm-hmm. So five, so they keep going up. So first one night was, it was your fourth amputation. I am hosting the UFC, the very first ever UFC at Madison Square Garden in New York, the very first one. And Kirsty texts me and she's like, I'm done. I'm asking permission to go to take her own life. And this is not a normal text to get, especially while you're in the middle of hosting the UFC <laughs> at Madison Square Garden. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not agreeing to this. Like, there's going to be too much good you're going to do in the world. You're going to be of service to too many people. And, um, man, that was just a moment I'll never forget in my life, Kate. Well, no, I just appreciate you being there because again, like, how'd you, uh, See, I don't want to cry, but but had you ignored me or have have you let that go for a little while? Like, who knows where I'd be today if I'd even be here. Mm. Um, And I guess that's what I mean by people showing up for one another. Like, ask people how they're doing and truly mean it. Like, be genuinely curious as to how they're doing and and figure out ways to make their life a little bit better, too. Um, I, I firmly believe that we're not put on this earth just to live for ourselves. Like, we are social beings. We need each other. And so, yeah, so you showing up for me, you know, the guys and gals from MVP, our, our, our unbreakable family, everybody, um, like it was huge because I couldn't yeah. have done it on my own. But think of how many people you've saved since then. 
I don't know if I've saved people. You've saved a lot of people. (laughs) You have saved a lot. Your story has saved a lot of people. Your story, I'm sure that there are other people who are going to take their lives and heard your story and did not. I'm sure that you've gotten other people to use what makes them different to empower them and to inspire them and to improve the world instead of (laughs) just, you know, saying, okay, I'm, I'm tapping out. So no, you've saved, you've, you've helped, you've lifted, you've empowered. Thank God we have that conversation. Thank God you're still here. And I think your work is just starting. I do too. Actually, (laughs) I really do. But you know, there, there are days that I wake up and I miss the Marine Corps so much. You know, I had really terrible, shitty things not happen to me. Like, I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, I wouldn't have a very unique platform. I wouldn't be able to help people in the same capacity that I do now. So, yeah. So, gosh, I mean, this is sitting in the wheelchair again. Like, this is a curse that I would not wish on my own worst enemy whatsoever. Um, But at the end of the day, like, I count my blessings. Like, I don't have to do anything anymore. I get to do them, you know. Yeah. A, A very difficult path led me to a lot of great things. Why are you in your wheelchair right now? Because my legs beat up from the surgery still. <laughs> okay. um, romping around um, in, in fire gear, bunker gear, and uh, experimenting with prosthetics again, per usual. <laughs> Tell me what you're doing with the fire department. Uh, so right now I'm in fire academy. Um, so I'm a firefighter. Well, I'm, I'm a volunteer structural firefighter. Um, and I actually just finished my wildland courses. Um, but don't stress out, Jay. Like, that's not my end game. So right now I'm also in, in flight you're school. You're fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I There's so much to catch you up on. I don't I know, know. Thirty minutes of a podcast is not. But yeah, no, I want to be an aerial firefighter. So right now I'm in flight school. Um, and for me to be able to do my job well from the sky, I mean, it's just like the Marine Corps. Like I have right. to understand uh, what the guys and gals on the ground are doing, um, and have the utmost respect for what they do, so that way I can protect them. Yeah. So learning all the ins and outs. I'm actually going to EMS school next semester to figure that part out too. <laughs> So I'm I'm going to get a little deep here with you. I'm probably going to cry. I'm trying not to here, but I've, I've never asked you this. Kirsty has seen me at my darkest also, right? You've seen me at my worst, at my darkest. Why have you always been there for me when I have not been there for myself? Because you're worth it. I think, I think there's like, now I'm going to start crying. Right? And I think, um, I think it's so easy to forget like our own self, like our self-worth and our own value. But there are so many outside people like, that are watching you day in and day out, and they see all of the great things. Um, and I think that's what makes life so special is you work through the hard stuff together. I never gave up on you. You never gave up on me. Yeah. And, and again, I think that's what it's all about is just showing up. Like, I know who you are at your core. I'm willing to stand by your side through all the thick, nasty, dark, deep stuff. Yeah. Cut it out. There's been a lot. There's been a lot on both. You know, it's like I said, and listen, I, I, come on here and I'm on one version of Jay Glazer on here because I'm hosting. But the reason why I get to host this, get to, as you say, host this podcast is because I've been through the shit and the darkness and that gray that we talk about, but often we hide it with Kirsty, I haven't hit it ever. And that's probably one of the biggest gifts you've ever given me is I can be safe and have these meltdowns to you and you're still there. And I, and I know you're still going to be there. Always. Well, and I think there's, there's so much power in being vulnerable. Like it takes a lot of courage um, to talk about some of the things and be open and honest about some of the things that you have been with me and on a public platform, especially. So you've also seen you've seen a lot of people take advantage of me. You've seen a lot of people. You know, I, I give my heart to everybody because being of service is one of the things that gets me through the gray. And a lot of times I'm of service to the wrong people. And a lot of times Kirsty will warn me of that. You know, um, but at the same time, like I've seen you go through some dark, dark dark periods you had a shift probably the last you know two years or so 
where, you know, I was always worried about you. And now I, I'm not worried about you because you just, those, those dark spells kind of go quicker than they have. Do you know what it was? I think you were operating more in the gray than certainly than you are now. Well, I think just like figuring out what my releases were going to be. You know, I'm not the best with words all the time. I am awful about picking up the phone to actually call somebody and talk for an hour and a half or any of that. But like figuring out um, like the physical release. I mean, Unbreakable and MVP, again, you guys taught me so much about like going out there, doing something strenuous and then pouring your heart out. Like, I think that, yeah, that was a huge like turning point for me. Um, but then also like being patient with myself. Um, carving out time for me to love on myself and to sit with my emotions because sitting with your emotions is miserable. Um, but I think it's so crucial for so many of us. And yeah, I kind of started leaning into meditating right after, probably right after you moved away from LA. And again, mm-hmm. that's, that's a hard thing to do, like sit in silence and really sit with your own thoughts and try to push out, like block oh, everything yeah. else out, like the chaos. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess those are just practices. But those really did, like adding those into my routine. I mean, it's a game changer. I mean, I'm st- still rolling. I'm still doing jujitsu and MMA. And like, yep. there's a lot of anger and aggression in here that like has to be let out before I can really heal. I taught Kirsty how to kick. Again, she's on one leg. And I swear <laughs> to you, I, I got the video. It's on my Instagram. You have it in yours. I swear to you, she kicked better with better form <laughs> on one leg than some of the pro fighters that we've had over the years. And my reaction was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Sir? Are you fucking kidding me? And Kirsty just laughed it off like this, like, yeah, I'll say, yeah, no big deal. Just do a perfect fucking sidekick. No problem. Yeah. It's, it's okay. No problem. It was just, it was, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like I've always said, I know what you've done, but I don't know what the fuck you can't do. And, you know, I always say, let's walk this walk together, you and I. And I'm just, you know, and, and again, you, you keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Do you ever see a time where it's going to be enough or are you going to push until you're just, you push your, yourself over the edge? If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in the United States experienced mental illness last year. Yet far too many people with mental health needs fail to receive the treatment and support necessary to elevate their quality of life. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. Born out of one of the largest healthcare organizations in the country, Carillon Behavioral Health believes that behavioral health is a key part of whole health. With 40-plus years of experience and 115,000 in-network providers, they understand the power of meaningful connection and compassionate care, treating physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health is there to not only help individuals in need, but caregivers, parents, and communities, so everyone comes out stronger on the other side. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. On, 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. 
And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, you know me. Um, I will probably, like, there is no threshold, really. Um, I think as long as I'm, you know, relearning everything as an amputee and just like ways of life, like, yeah, I'm going to find every challenge out there that I can, you know, that I can tackle. I do think that I'm like genuinely a curious person and I like learning and I like figuring things out because I don't mind doing things the hard way. If it means I'm going to set somebody else up later on down the road for their success, like make it easier for other people to do the things that I'm doing. I mean, the harsh reality though is like in 10 years, everything is going to start to hurt a lot more. So I might just have to figure out a different way to help people. <laughs> How about we pick up chess? No. <laughs> you think I have the attention span for chess? Wait a second. No. <laughs> Something that's not going to kill you. How about we pick up? Hey, when, when, <laughs> when, when you were climbing mountains, what is the hardest part of having one leg? Like, I'm sure there's a lot, but what's the hardest? What's the most frustrating thing for you? There's obviously like the pain factor. I mean, you know, I'm never going to be biomechanically correct. My body works entirely different than everybody else's out there. Um, but my thing is like, I compare myself to those people and that's so frustrating and that's a terrible headspace mm. to be in. So being able to con- like con- con- continue convincing myself to put one foot in front of the other, like that's like, that's the hardest part. Like, you know, you and I talk about it all the time. If you keep your head and your heart in the right place, you can overcome anything physically and to right. be a good mountaineer. You just have to be strong, stubborn and stupid. You have to forget how bad it sucks <laughs> day in and day out and keep moving. But I think that's the hardest part and probably one of the biggest things that I like about mountaineering because it truly is more of a mental and emotional test than anything physically. Why do you compare yourself to everybody else? You're different. That's the whole point. You ain't like everybody else. You're fucking hey, different. Hey, you're out there for a long time. Um, but why would no, you, why would you, you of all people compare yourself to anybody else? They're all looking at you going, holy shit, the girl with the one leg is, you know, she's a thousand meters above us. Believe it or not, Jay, I guess I am human. <laughs> but no, well, I, well, and actually I'll rephrase that too. So may not be comparing myself to others, but comparing myself to my old self. Like if I had two legs, I'd be faster. If I had two legs, I'd be stronger. You know, um, if I had two but legs, I'd be able to But if you know that's counterproductive for you, why still do it? Well, no, that's why you check yourself. You figure out okay. how to like... Yeah. You mean you create again practices and figure out how to shift your perspective. I mean, like I said, there are times that I bitch moan and complain all day long out there, but it makes it that much more worth it uh, when I reach the summit. Give me the most beautiful moment. One of the most beautiful moments of your life because you have been blessed with where you are now. Mm, Yeah. I think your child came up and said something or you. Yeah. Good. You know, social media is a blessing and a curse again. Like it's something that I try to distance myself from. I think that it can also be like very unhealthy practice tool, yes. whatever you want to call it. Yes. Um, but it has also connected me to some really amazing kids. Like there are little kids that I write letters to and send them like pictures of Everest. There's the little girls that I send, you know, the Barbie dolls to when they're in the hospital. And like oh. some of these little kids have are now like, you know, I've been alongside them for all of their recoveries, whether they're battling cancer or they lost a limb by you know, some kind of trauma, whatever it is. But, like social media really 
connected me with these people and these families. And it's exactly who and where I want to be. Like I said, you know, I want to be able to help the next generation, um, you know, people like me. And her name's Ruby is one of them. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. You, you asked me one time, because I told you I'm not going to agree to suicide, but you asked me if it ever gets to where your leg goes up where they have to remove your hip, that I would agree to let you go. Are you still in that same mindset or could we get you past that? Do you want the, the, the <laughs> honest truth? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Um, if, if they came to me and said that we're going to take the rest of your femur, you're going to be a hip dysartic. Um, that would be a tough one. Um, cause when they tried to take it before, like that was like, I, I can still hear myself screaming when I was telling the doctors not to wake me up again. Um, and I still very much so believe and feel that way. Like life isn't easy. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I go forth and I, I can do some great things. I've been all over the world and I've helped tons of people. Um, but nothing about my life right now is, is easy. Um, you know, if I lost more of my leg, it would be a game changer. Even if I lost another inch of my leg, it would be huge. I'm still not agreeing to that though. You said the hip. <laughs> I agree to the hip. I'm not agreeing to another inch of your leg. And you know, and what people don't know too, you still have the, like the nerve, right? So you're, like I've, I've seen her and Kirsty spends a lot of time. She stays in my house a lot and she'll almost try and scratch her foot. That's not there. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> phantom oh, thing. It, oh, the phantom, <laughs> it kills me to see. It kills me. You know, it's it just, it's, that has got to be, do you ever get used to that? No. no, no, I still like bend down to put like a sock on, you know, my left foot. That's not there. Um, wow. So I'll try and get up and, you know, get out of bed and I'll take a step with the left leg. That's not there. And next thing you know, you're on the ground. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the mind's a, a wild thing. Um, like, yeah, I mean, now, now that we're talking about it, you know, now that it's like on my conscious, like, yeah, I'm moving my toes that aren't there. Oh, way to make <laughs> me feel shitty. Appreciate it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kirstie and I cry, cry a lot, but we laugh a lot together as well. You can see, and we have to. And she just, gang, you, you know who my circle is. Uh, you, you, you've seen it. I mean, it's a ridiculous circle. But honestly, nobody lifts me up more than this girl. This girl just being around her, she just changes my life. She changes my mood. She just, she is, uh, she's a game changer. You know, Roger Goodell, the Roger Goodell. One time <laughs> we're in an MVP session and he fucking pulls Kirsty aside and he says, oh my God, you're going to change the world. And she goes, no, we're going to improve it. Like who the fuck says things like this? She's like out of a movie. It was unbelievable. Like the things that just come <laughs> out of this girl's mouth are incredible. And she changes, you know, you've changed my life. You've changed other people's lives. You have improved the world. Before I let you go, I ask all my guests this. Give me your unbreakable moment. And you've had a lot. And and you may have already mentioned it, you know, but something that could have broken you, should have broken you, and didn't, you came through the other side of that tunnel. Uh, so it's actually the story behind my die living tattoo on, on my wrist. Um, during one of my climbs out in Indonesia, brutal. It was a 70-mile track in. It was awful conditions we're talking blizzard it's a 16,000 foot rock face where this rock is just shredding every piece of gear that we have ropes are popping and breaking you have to go across these things called tyrolean traverses which are basically just like steel cables that you have to walk on like shimmy across to be able to bridge a gap and um i summit and but i'm moving slow um the two local tribes ransack my base camp so i'm standing on top of this rock face looking down realizing that I have nowhere to go. Like there's Wait, no ran, chance to go where, back What do you mean to... ransack your base camp? Like they were Oh, they destroyed Oh yeah. They destroyed everything. Whoa. Yeah. So like I'm already disheartened. I'm, I'm stoked what I summited, but I'm looking down. I'm like, I don't even want to go back down and deal with this mess. And uh, I just started to 
legitimately panic. You know, I started to cry. I started to get cold. My hands weren't working. It's snowing. It's obviously freezing. I'm soaking wet. And uh, my camera guy actually came to me before this huge, long rappel section. And he was like, you know, you need to get your shit together um, because this is where everyone dies. Whoa. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's plaques everywhere. And so in that moment, like, I felt everything all at once. You know, I make the joke that, you know, I found Jesus. But like, like everything, everything from fear to pride to um, heartbreak, heartache, love for my family, missing my family, not even knowing if I was going to go home to my family. And it was just like in that moment, I was like, this is what it is. Like, this is like what it feels like to be alive. And so that's why my arm says die living. Wow. I'm so and I did it. You, I'm so <laughs> glad you never told me this story before your last climb. <laughs> <laughs> never climbing again. <laughs> oh my God. Unbelievable. Well, Kirstie, baby, you doll, I appreciate you joining me. You know, you're one of my, my, you're, you're not just the best friend, you're a sister to me. And, you know, Proud to always say that we walk this walk together and I always will. And more than anything, I'll always get your back. Thank you, Jay. No, and I'm right here with you, right here behind you always. I love you. Love you too, baby doll. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there way out there, turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.